You got a little. Sounds like you're having a little nasopharyngeal problem there. It's 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 at least a little bit related to the the spicy chicken oh, sandwich oh, taco yeah, that I brought over. <laughs> at least tangentially related. So happy to do this song. So so happy to do this song. This one this fulfills all my lyrics to go dreams. It really does. Does it? Oh yeah, this is scratches every itch. Just it really, really <clears throat> kind of does, man. It's it's got it's a little bit creepy. It's a it's a it's a might bit stupid. Um, you know, it's got things about it that I kind of like. It's got things about it that I can't stand. It just it's it it covers all the bases, and I'm happy to dismantle something. Jesus even what's going on over there, You're Mark? Like a snot bubble. Man, you sound like freaking. <clears throat> what have you done to me? That's tuberculosis. <laughs> Are we ready? Both of us live and die by iced tea, man. <laughs> I live by the tea. I die by the tea. Absolutely. Isn't that the Slayer song, Die by the Tea? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. All right, you ready? <clears throat> yeah, let's... Let's talk uh... about George Strait. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. <clears throat> and oh, mm. I'm just draining. <clears throat> I had uh, I, I'm here with Seth. I am Mark. Hello, mm-hmm. Seth. How are you? I am Mark. He's like <clears throat> yogurt in Spaceballs. <clears throat> I'm just clearing my throat. Seth was kind enough to bring me two of the spicy versions of Taco Bell's Spicy chicken sandwich taco. Hashtag not an ad. Yes. Did you have anything from there? Or did you just no, grab me food? No, we had a wonderful dinner what at a home sweet tonight. It was are. really good. Cube Thank steak you. and mashed potatoes with green beans. Mm. Oh, it was lovely. A homemade dinner. Beautiful. Yep. I did not have a homemade dinner. I rushed here from work. And um, I've been I've been jonesing for these. And um, I'll just say... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll just say <clears throat> that I... Um, I, it was pretty much what I expected. The uh-huh. bun looks so soft, but they all feel uh, stale. They don't taste stale, but they they have they have a, a crispiness to you're, them. You're, you're talking about what you just I ate. Didn't expect. Yes. Is that your first one? Yeah. Oh my god, man. Yeah, I've I've wanted some, so I, I didn't I, know. I had put it off. <laughs> I I've, I've I've heard you. I never eat it. I've seen you that. having this discussion with other people on uh, on Facebook about mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, if whether or not mm-hmm. you're going to move forward with trying these things. I did not know that this was the first. This one. was the one. I I knew I needed dinner. I figured I'd grab a couple of them and those. Right. I got them with jalapenos and the hot sauce, and they were tasty. <laughs> they were good. Uh-huh. Um, and, but uh, I don't know if they. I don't even know what they cost because I'll have to square this up with you a couple after bucks, this. No big deal. But um, I mean, they were fine. What I thought was interesting, I haven't had one yet, but what I thought was interesting, <coughs> excuse me, Oof. I must have eaten something spicy too, I didn't, um, but um, is that they were served on the, like the the pork uh, stinky buns that they have at Nice Guys, hashtag not an ad, but totally happy to promote my friend's business. Yes. Um, yeah, they're, and, and those stinky buns, I love everything about them, the pork, the flavoring, the buns. Um, which is what these taco things, these uh, taco sandwiches look like. I mean, they looked really, really good. As a matter of fact, I wanted to get one, but I am plenty full. 
from yes. what uh, from what we had earlier on to dinner. But we're not here to talk about about dinner. No, we're no. not. I mean, come on, we're not here to talk. We're about not even it. here to talk about spicy southwestern food served by as much as I love in it. Southwest Florida, yeah. Oh, uh, we are here to talk a little country, aren't we? A little bit country. And country is basically your specialty. Well, it's not mince I'm, words. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I've, I'm. I'm pretty. I've been, I was raised up in, in country music and country adjacent music, southern gospel music. They've been known to mingle waters, you know, quite mm-hmm, a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, the country crowd, t- typically, usually southern gospel fans. I can't always say that southern gospel fans go the same way, but they, are, they definitely run in the same circles. We're here to talk about George Street's song, The Chair. The Chair. Um, this is, for what it's worth... CMT named it as one of the 100 greatest country songs of all time. Which is why we don't listen to CMT. <laughs> yes, because yes. it's CMT. It's like listening to Rolling Stone about rock music. You just kind of want to avoid it. Yes. Yeah. This is one of George Strait's 51 number one hits. It. I wish it could be taken off and he <laughs> Make would just have 50. 50. Yeah. yeah, because the other 50, I mean, I'm having a hard time of thinking... What are the bad? What are the bad ones? This is, in my opinion, far and away the worst one. Yeah, it is everything. Not everything, but ninety percent of of the material covered, whether it be the music, the uh, the, the lyrics. My ninety percent of what's in this song is bad. Is not good at all. It's very. It's very. It's 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 very stupid to it's me. It's cheesy. It's stupid. The music makes uh, often a, a quick use of some of the worst of early 80s um, production techniques, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, there's some things about it that are good that you and I discussed earlier that we'll definitely bring up when they show up. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, this is by far the worst song that he's done. Now, we do give credit to George in that the vast majority of his songs, he had nothing to do with the writing. Correct. Yeah, you are listening to, what you're listening to about George is that voice, that awesome fucking voice. Released in 1985, uh, the first single from Street's album, Something Special. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, reached number one in the United States and Canada in the country music charts. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, uh, it's a weird one. It has no refrain, no chorus. Mm-mm. It just trucks straight through, and thank God it does. Yeah. The only good thing about this is that it doesn't meander too long. No, exactly. And that's that's, that's the one, one of the thing good that things I can say yeah, about it. One of the good things. The song was written by country music uh, songwriters Hank Cochran and Dean Dillon. Mother, Hank Cochran wrote this song, and it was uh, it was a song. It was a long night, oh uh, a late night uh, songwriting binge. Um, wow. And the two were just about written out uh, when um, Dylan strummed his guitar and sang the line, um, <laughs> the first line. I'm not even going to say it yet. Uh, and then 20 minutes later, the song was done, which goes to show you it took 20 minutes to write this fucking thing. Right. Um, which is makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I mean, some classic songs have been written in 10 minutes, but some really bad ones usually are written in 10 minutes. A lot of people love this song. Yeah. I just, I'm not one of them. Me neither. And I'm a big George Strait. I love George Strait. Yeah, this song yeah. was, uh, this song was brought to our attention by a listener. Um, and I, I've, I've always, I feel bad m- mentioning someone now 
uh, since we've done some other songs that people have suggested that we didn't give them credit for. But uh, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Nina Ponteo mm-hmm. uh, or Pontello. Thank you, Nina. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, brought this to my attention or to our attention. And uh, wow, it's it's dumb. Um, yeah, I, can't, I still can't get, get over this is done by Hank freaking Cochran wrote this song, man. Mm-hmm. Country Music Hall of Fame, Walk of Stars, you know, associated with Eddie Arnold, Eddie Cochran, Patsy Cline. Jesus, man, that's that is that's that's a big name, man. Yeah. That is a big, big, big name. Uh, the the music video for this is very cringeworthy. Oh, right. Um, Just an absolute. It's riot. definitely worth checking out if you've got the time. Um, basically, just a going back and forth between George Strait and his band on stage. Uh, mock playing mm-hmm. uh, and doing a pretty decent job, I suppose. And um, a person, a first person perspective, uh, not unlike a point of view porn where he's walking <laughs> up to about three or four different women and um, you can see them mouthing the words. So it's like some kind of virtual reality hell where you're trapping stuck in each one in a corner. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll get into the lyrics here, but. <clears throat> the fact that the music video takes place with many women um, kind of gives you the idea. Like, it takes away the romanticism Absolutely. that would exist if you bought these lyrics. If you if you listen and you're like, oh, well, that was that was sweet. But then it, it, at the end of it with a music video, you go, oh, and there, there have been a couple times where music videos have either given away the story or, like, kind of gone against the lyrics. Yeah. Or kind of, like giving you a thing where you're like oh well that cheapens yeah it well it looks like he's just spitting this same weak game exactly. at three different women yeah yeah it's and it's just terrible and they're just giving these you yeah know, okay now look soft you know they're just taking the director's instruction and just trying to convey it and it just comes off as right sad Ooh, yeah and, and creepy yeah um, and creepy <laughs> one of the ladies seems like she mouths the words the word beth for her name, I thought Judy. Uh, you thought was the Judy. Other one. You I thought, thought Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at reading lips, so maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm not good at deciphering most right forms of. Oh, you're not a lip reader. Is what you're trying to say, not, Mark? Yeah. Or a mind reader? I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I feel neither. like there have been plenty of times where someone was beating me over the head with a hint, and I did not get it. So. Yeah. Um, Same should, here. Shall we go ahead and? Uh, I think and we should get do into these this? lyrics and just. And still marvel in the fact that, God, this was done by Hank Cochran, a country legend, man, an mm. absolute legend. He did I wrote songs for Jim Reeves, Ray Price. I mean, he did he did it all, man. Anyway, I'm just, I didn't look, I didn't see that beforehand, and I'm just, my mind is still somewhat blown, partially because these lyrics are so bad. Mark? Yeah. Let's do these lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Well, excuse me, but I think you've got my chair. Uh huh. No, that one is not taken. I don't mind if you sit here. I'll be glad to share. Well, excuse me, but I think you've got my chair. Now, this is the first line that you come up with to talk to a woman. Oh, you've got my chair. Right. Uh, safe to say that 90% of the women that I know would either go, fuck you, go away, or get up and walk away. Right. Without bothering to hear anything else. Like, oh, one, he's a dick. Two, he's not a, he's just, he's not a gentleman. There's no reason to, to bother, you know, dealing with this at one second longer. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's it, just a bad opening. This uh, and it's also entirely hinges on her wanting to still sit somewhere close by. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also says, I don't I, I'm I'm I'll be glad to share. Share what? They're not sharing a chair. Right. Do you, is your ass only like seven inches across and she can cover the other half? You know, I mean, now in the music video, they're sitting at tables, but I what a weird thing to say. Do you mind if I sit at this table with you? Mm-hmm. Like instead of just getting up and going somewhere else. Right. And it gets a little weirder the further we get into it. Um, well, from the video's perspective, they're sitting at tables. I think from the songwriter's perspective, they might be at the bar at a honky tonk. Well, that's what I would think. Right? Yeah, that's what you would think. Now you get that impression that oh, they're sitting at they're they're clearly in the video singing at sitting at tables. They look like they're in an Italian restaurant. They, they really do. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Hey, you won't come with me to Manja Benny? You know, and I mean that's you know that's uh that, that, you're right. It does look like it looks like an Italian restaurant. It looks like you know. An Italian restaurant in Oklahoma, but an Italian restaurant nonetheless. And and you know, that's the, that which would make it much stupider. Like there's a round of ta- there's a round table with other chairs there. Oh, you've got mine. Oh, do you need your face to the door so you can see if anybody's going to come in here to kick your ass? You know, I mean, it's kind of it's right. just it's a little ridiculous. And I, th- I I feel like if you're at a table, you wouldn't say you've got my chair. You'd say you're at my table. Yeah. You know, would you, you would, leave my table? Yeah, excuse you know. me, this is my table. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually packed here on Friday nights. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, if you don't mind, could I talk you out of a light? Okay, now, kids, this was back in the days when you could drink in a bar or restaurant. I mean, smoke in a bar or restaurant. Say, yeah, I'm sorry. Still, well, you, you still can, can still do that. Drink. I'm sorry. You can smoke in a bar or restaurant, and you could uh, make that part of your weak game, you know, getting a girl to pull out her lighter, I suppose, if that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, this line is pretty harmless, I guess. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think that's kind of a clever way of, I guess, asking for yeah, can asking I talk someone you for, a, yeah. for a cigarette. This um, is honky-tonk word games, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's also very strange. Um, it's also very like non-dominant, I guess, for a guy who's trying to pull this to ask her for a light. Yeah, usually, usually it's a guy who always, you know, you think of Humphrey Bogart, and mm-hmm. James Cagney, yes, lighting a woman's cigarette, right, right, and being like, huh, "You're at my table. Huh, can I have a light?" Yeah. It's just... <laughs> well, he's pulling back on the on the hard man routine with "You've yeah. got my chair." Oh, can I talk you out of a light? You know. Well, thank you. Could I drink you a bye? Oh, listen to me. What I mean is, can I buy you a drink? This woman's getting hit on by Foster Brooks. All right. Can I drink you a bye? <laughs> so uh, this is the only thing in um, in Genius that has any sort of an annotation. Okay, go ahead. Two meanings here. George is nervous to speak to this undoubtedly very pretty woman. Why else would he write a song about her? Yeah, Judy was hot. And second, he's straight up drunk and slurring his words. We've all been there. We know how it goes. I'll give that genius a credit. I've I've been there. I know how it goes. <laughs> you think you're freaking Sean Connery walking up to a girl, you know, and you're all, you know, full of that alcoholic confidence, and you come up, ah, 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 and you know, you think you're you're sounding awesome, and it just comes out as, blah, 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 can I drink you by? <laughs> you know, so yeah, that that that's definitely relatable. 
Yeah. So, um, anything, a, a, anything you please. Yeah. He he offers. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's not saying you can only drink well. Yeah. Um, or or house wine. Yeah, exactly. You can drink. You can have anything. Would you, want. you like a whiskey sour Heaven Hill? You know, <laughs> the cheapest possible liquor. For right. those of you, I've been mentioning all these different kinds of liquors that are extremely cheap. Um, ABC vodka. But yeah, this is uh an extremely cheesy, uh, and this is something that um I mean. I you know I guess at the end of the day mm-hmm. you're just faced with the fact that everything is a matter of taste. There are a lot of people who thought that this was extremely clever or cute. Well, man, that, that, I'm glad you brought that up, Mark, because <clears throat> this um, if you're writing music for country fans, a lot of the time you are writing to the lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. Country fans, and I know this, and I can say this because these are my people, are typically not that smart. Mm-hmm. They are not, man. They just hear something, oh, and it just, and if it has just a tinge of cleverness, then it's immediately clever and funny. Whereas you and I, knowing what we know, you know, oh, can I drink you a buy? Oh, this looks like a sad attempt at an alcoholic, you know, trying to pick up a girl, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we see. Whereas they, you know, the alcoholism is part of their life. And uh, and and you know it's it's an everyday thing and it's just you know it, you know expected. It's not sad to them. And it's when clever. he says, "Oh, listen to me in the music video," he kind of laughs at himself. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, he kind of does. Listen yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the band members may look over and be like, oh, "George, you mixed up your words, buddy. Oh, you big silly." Yeah, I think he's trying to hit more of a. Uh, he's so nervous, right? Which again is kind of a weird. A lot of a lot of the um, a lot of like the the what's the word I'm looking for, like the the baseline of the narration does like doesn't flatten out. It's like he comes off really cocky, then he comes off really worried, then he comes off really cocky, right? And like you know, like being like, oh, I'm mixing up my words. It's like it's very weird in my mind Mm -hmm. to be so nervous when you walk up and you're like, excuse me. You're in my chair, like that's a ballsy fucking move. Yeah, to go up and tell a woman. Yeah, I think you have my chair. That's a bit abrasive, Mark. And and like I said, I mean, like you're totally hinging that if you are doing that intentionally to kind of neg her. This is like right. the early version of negging almost. <laughs> um, though I'm sure there are earlier versions. I'm sure. Um, it's like you know, it's it all hinges on her going. Oh well, can I still sit at the same table with you, especially when you're talking to an extremely attractive woman? It hurt. It hinges on. Oh, he's a hard man, right? Or oh, he looks good. Which I mean, let's face. And it, then he's like, 19... uh, duh, 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 duh. Can I drink you a bye? Right. Uh, oh, listen to me. Can I talk you out of a light? <laughs> right. You know, yeah, pulling back. Uh, you know, but you do have to admit, 1985 George Strait's a pretty good looking guy, man. Oh, he looks yeah. like a fucking. He looks like he could be a senator. He's a country Adonis. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. got the butt chin, the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, that Harrison Ford. Yep. That Kirk Douglas <laughs> that cleft divot. Chin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Well, I don't think I caught your name. Yeah, you were too busy thinking about yourself. Are you waiting for someone to meet you here? Well, that makes two of us. Glad you came. Hmm. All kind of directions you could take that one. 
what the fuck does this mean? Well, <clears throat> are you waiting for someone to meet you here? Are you waiting on some? You waiting on a friend, like uh, Mick Jagger said. Okay. Well, that makes two of us. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm waiting for somebody to meet me here. But hey, ironically, it's you, Judy. Mm. You know, it could be that. Glad you came because it's ironic. Well, that's no. the thing. I mean, I guess I was wondering if they were both supposed to have someone else meet them. <laughs> And their significant others never showed up. Yeah, yeah, that that could be. Or if what they were saying is, "Are you waiting for someone, but you didn't know who?" Mm-hmm. And now I'm that someone. Yeah. So there's a there's a certain level of cleverness that starts off this this third verse. You know, this also pulls the seventeen uh, by winger trick of <laughs> saying, "I don't think I caught your name," when you just met met the person. Yeah. Uh, how much conversation we had? Excuse me, I, I think you got my chair. Oh, okay. I'm I'm really sorry. Um, do you mind if I sit over here? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can sit there. Oh, okay. Thanks. Hey, um, yeah. It's usually packed here, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, do you mind if I get a light from you? Sure. Oh, by the way, I can't remember. Oh no, can I buy you a drink? Sure. Or can I drink you a buy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, also in the music video, the girls crack all three up. Of the girls all laugh, of them yeah. are laughing so hard. One of them, she doesn't even get to say her name. Um, and then he goes, oh, I don't think I caught your name. It's yeah. like, you definitely didn't. You were so busy being fucking a weirdo fucking... The drunk Sean Connery. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Of course you didn't catch your name. Yeah. Um, verse three, no choruses. Just cooking along. And this is... This is where everything really comes together. No, I don't name. N- <laughs> what am I? Oh, him? you're like George here, Mark. <laughs> no, I don't know the name of the band, but they're good, aren't they? Would you like to dance? Yeah. Well, I don't know the name of the band. Ironically enough, that night Robbie Robertson and the rest of them were playing. It was the band. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Robbie Robertson playing at the Honky Tonk tonight. <laughs> Would you like to dance? Back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like this song too. It reminds me of you and me. Baby, do you think there is a chance? Now, this is the heights of stupidity in songwriting right here. Of this song. In, in in, In this song, this is the worst. It reminds me of you and me. You literally just had a two minute conversation with this woman. Where you really didn't get to know that much about her at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, suddenly, you know, the weight reminds me of you, you know, and now oh, we need to dance, you know? Right. Me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this song reminds me of me and you two seconds ago. Yeah. Would you like to dance? The lyric, the, whatever the song was actually this song being played. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just fucking stupid. It is. It's totally bad. I... Hank Cochran in your grave right now. I'm so I'm so ashamed. No, we'll forgive him. He wrote a lot of other good fucking songs, man. So, uh, yeah. Um, and I, if I was a girl and a guy said, "Yeah, this song, I like this song. It reminds me of us," yeah. I'd be like, "Well, oh, okay. Someone just called me, and I got to go dry my hair. Right. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. Whatever people said in the 1980s. My pet gecko escaped. I need to run home." I do think also it's funny the first time I heard the song when I heard Baby Do You Think There's a Chance? I was mm-hmm. like, a chance of what? Well. And then the next line comes up. 
that later on I could drive you home. No, I don't mind at all. And this is where you and I were talking about that country. Yeah, that that country fall is the way you said it Mm -hmm. and the way I thought of it on the way over here, that fall that they do. Best thing about the song. It is. It really is. And that's one of the most beautiful things in that 80 countries music. Going all the way to Garth Brooks did that a shit ton, man. Oh, it's it's one of those things that you have to have in a song like this. And it's really, it just sounds really good. Especially when it's a love song. An yeah. emotional song. It always has that. Bum, 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 now, bum, I grew up bum. with that technique in 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 contemporary gospel music and southern gospel music. I heard it in a million songs that people that I know that I grew up with that sang that music. I heard it all the time, and I liked it from the get go. What I did not like is the overproduction. You know the 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 clear ring to every single instrument in the band, which a lot of people think that oh that's a good thing. You're telling me that every every song every instrument is is performing within the range of its dynamics to 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 excellence. Sometimes too much of a polish can hurt, man. Yeah, I and, agree. And uh, and and this this is this is from the beginning over polished, over polished. Yeah, I um. I think that uh, that's always been kind. Of, I've always been more of a Steve Albini guy right. <laughs> than an '80s. Yeah. You know, when everything was like, when I hear about drummers <coughs> recording and doing each drum individually. Oh my god, that's insane! And stuff like that. Well, I think they were they were saying that about Yes, where um, they kept stripping away Alan White's drums, right? And then like they went back and like recorded the toms in and stuff like that. That's so weird. And it's uh, man, I want my. I, I mean. This is not a production podcast, but I want all of my sounds jumbled. You know, yeah, I want it together as much as they possible. should come together as some weird music should be a stew. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And not saying that, you know, th- there are other uh, 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 George Strait songs that are one of my favorites. Oceanfront property in Arizona is polished. It's super polished. And there are things about it that I don't like. But the strength of the song and the songwriting alone and the vocals just shine through to make a really great song, you know? Mm-hmm. Back to these, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh, I like you too. And to tell you the truth, that wasn't my chair after all. Oh, your country irony. Oh, I like you too. And to tell you the truth, that wasn't my chair after all. This is going to make a lot of people in Alabama laugh. What a lion scum shit. <laughs> what if that was the thing that like made this woman just go, what? Yeah, okay, go. Fuck you. All right, leave. You lied to me? Go away. <laughs> like, you made me get up? Yeah. You made me feel bad? This is supposed to be funny? This is your hick a redneck attempt at humor? Oh, you are weak. Plot twist, says someone in Genius.com. Ever the connoisseur of crooning, George finally reveals that the chair was not his. He was just using it as a pickup line on this beautiful lady. All three. I like how everybody automatically assumes she's beautiful. Like, well, they saw the video, Mark. Oh yeah. Yeah. They all look. I got to say, in the video, they all look like like fifth grade elementary school teachers. Um. Which is not a bad thing, but that's just, it's unusual in music videos today. You don't see girls that look like that. Normally you see, you know, like a, a Tawny Katane or, you know, a, a Megan Thee Stallion, you know. 
Uh, another um, another thing to point out is this is a guy who was possibly mixing up his words because he was so drunk and then he asked if he can drive her home. Yeah. Probably not a great idea. He had too many juices at the Chuck E. Cheese that night. <laughs> yeah, he, was yeah. All, he was all sugared up. Are you up. kidding? You had 12 juices. I'm not letting you drive me home on your tricycle. Yeah, no, sorry. No. Dylan spoke with us in 2012 about collaborating with Cochran on the track. Um, songfacts.com here. Um, there's some lines in that song which are just brilliant that Hank wrote. The line, thank you, can I drink you a bye? Well, listen to me. What I meant is, can I buy you a drink? Anything you please. It just shows how flustered the guy was. He's tripping over himself to get to know this girl and using every line in the book basically to get her attention. And I just thought that was really brilliant on Hank's part. But then you have to understand Hank Cochran was one of the most brilliant songwriters ever in country music. And he was. But this is just not one of his better examples, in my opinion. I mean, there's lots of people that love this song. Lots of people, but I'm just, I think it falls flat. Yeah, I mean, I just think, and you know, taste being what it is, um, and I think I've mentioned this before, you know, um, some people may find this clever and, and fanta- you know, fascinating or whatever and funny and cute. To me, it just gets so tired out, like by like the second or third line, if they would have just gotten out of that yeah. first person narrative thing, it may have been a little bit better, but it just it's like a bad dad joke that never dies. It is from the from the get go. I see it as a drunk moron in a bar. Yeah, you know that's just just how I see it. You know, somebody that thinks that thinks they're clever and they're out. You know, drinking too much and they think they're clever and it just shouldn't work out. Of course, if you look like George Strait, things might turn out a little different. He is. Yeah, you know, we all know yeah. about that. Uh, George is by far the best crooner of all time. And if he sang this song to me, I would die the happiest girl on earth. I'm sure of it. Sweet, subtle, and all the charm of a gentleman. Long live George! Like 20 exclamation points. You're the best there ever was and ever will be. No. George is really good. George is fucking excellent. But he is not the best of all time. That title belongs to George Jones. I feel like there's a lot of crooners that are just like... I mean, I don't know if we're talking country only, but I mean, there's a lot of have crooners. to think of like, yeah, you have to think of people like Frank Sinatra, yeah, and people like that, that Bing Crosby, right, yeah. or even go back to country, Trace Adkins, Randy, uh, Randy uh, Quaid, Randy Quaid, yes, exactly, Randy, Rose. hey Clark, <laughs> um, I don't know why they call it hamburger helper; it does all fine by itself. Randy Travis, Randy Travis, yes, thank you, uh, ooh, smooth operator, nice pickup line. Not forced and subtle. Mm-mm. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Right, right. That's that's the 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 uh, the, the pinnacle of suave. And this song He's is just Rico great. Suave. <laughs> I think it's a sweet one. The guy is picking up the girl by using the chair as an excuse to talk to her. Mm-hmm. This is a cool song. I like how they have to like really explain it out for you. Right, and you see what happened here is that is you are listening to the voice of country music fandom <laughs> right there, Mark. That's what you're listening to. Right. Um, uh, yeah, and there's, uh, there's a pretty funny uh, thing here. While the chair was a huge hit for George, his follow-up songs, <laughs> The Table, The Lamp, and The Recliner, failed to achieve the same level of success. These were widely panned by fans and critics. And alike. they were bad, but then they're immediately followed up by Oceanfront Property, which is one of the biggest songs he's ever done. Let, let's just point out some other great freaking songs that this man has done. Amarillo by Morning, which is just... A classic, class. That is the song, barring you know, uh, friends in low places. Probably the song 
from the 80s that I'm going to remember, you know, country-wise, or darling, don't you worry, if, if I hurry, I can still take, make Cheyenne, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so I much don't know. The words, oh, the words to that song, that Cheyenne, there's so much about you that I'm going to miss. Just the way he makes that sound. Let's just sing his praises for one minute, Mark. I think I just think, a minute, I and think, remember that the motherfucker is is a genius oh, yeah. song song singer, man. Yeah, he's great. <clears throat> I think you totally missed the uh, the table, the lamp, and the recliner joke. That oh, was well, no, that. I did get it. I, I knew that. <laughs> well, you yeah, were like, they yeah, were, they are bad. But let me tell you about a good song. Well, like, yeah, I want to get to I want to get to you know singing his praises for a minute. We all have you know our our missteps, and it, and George just happened to you know trip over a chair, you know so. Yeah, um, someone here, and I, I'm not going to fact check this, but um, said that uh, while while I do love everything that George Strait has ever done, he doesn't have the most number one hits. The actual holder of this title is Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty, yeah. Which yeah. I remember seeing uh, commercials for Conway Twitty when I was Twitty growing. Records. Yes, and they have like classic all the country, best hits. and they put and you know what you're, I remember about those those commercials that you're talking about is usually the first song you heard displayed as the credits were going by is. Stand by your man. You know, I remember Tammy Wynette. Hello, darling. Oh, yeah. Nice to see you. It's been, it's been a long time. You're just as lovely as you used to be. Yeah. So good. Hello, darling. <laughs> that, yeah, that'd be such a good beginning. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, am curious. Does anyone know if George used his regular band on his recordings? If no, who usually played fiddle on his LPs? Someone... Someone coming into friggin' songfacts.com trying to get some deep insider information. Well, that's that's good, though. That's, oh, yeah. That's good. I mean, where else are they, uh, is your average songfacts listener, you know, going to go? They don't have, you know, there's a great Facebook page called 20th Century Country Music that you go to to ask those kinds of questions. Hmm. That's where you take it to. Of course, we didn't have that until about a year and a half ago. You definitely don't go to songfacts.com. Not not for this song, no. You would not. Um, that, I think, wraps it up for this. I, I mean, this is a short puppy, man. Yeah. We just f- fly through it. Thank you, George, for making it short. Yeah. For, make, for making it quick. I, I wonder how I'd feel if he had a chorus in this song. If I, whatever different way I'd feel. I think it's a strength, really. And I'm not kidding. Like, if there is a strength to this song, is that it cuts right through all the way, you know, and and you're not, you know, we're not. I, I'm not going to hate this song like I do others. I'll still listen to this song, Mark. It's not that bad. It's just dumb lyrics, you know. Yeah. And so I'm not, you know, if anything, it strengthens the song a lot that it's just so short. Yeah. You know, you get to get on to the next one. Oh, so. for sure. And and it doesn't, you know, it 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 really does make it stronger. I mean, imagine if we had to sit through four minutes of this shit. Oh, oh Jesus man, Christ. just imagine. Um, you ready? Yeah. You no, ready no, 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 no. We got to oh. do Creep Factor. Oh, shit. Yeah. Creep Factor. Give it to me. I'm going to give this, and I might shock you a little bit. I'm going to give this one a 5.6. Oh, yeah. That's a little shocking. Yeah. Give me a reason. That's because it's so high, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when I listened to these lyrics, I took away, I didn't know Hank Cochran wrote it. I mean, that, that you know, oof, man, that, that, that really changes the face of it. But I want to remember back to when I first read those lyrics and thought to myself, this is a song about a dumb, drunk creep trying to hit on a girl. Mm-hmm. So it's about a dumb, drunk creep trying to hit on a girl. How many girls have to deal with that? A lot. And um, they yeah. probably don't like it. And that's what I thought 
That's why I'm giving it such a high score. And and that's one of the things that you learn <clears throat> in the music video, you know, that it's just woman after woman. Yeah. And you just see it from George's vantage point. Yeah. All of them just being like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of them stick, I guess, because he keeps going back and... Excuse me, I think yeah. you got my chair. You don't see them walking arm in arm out of the Chuck E. Cheese parking lot, headed to the car. No, no, you don't. You, yeah. don't, you don't. Um, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna say this is dangerousy, but pretty innocuous. I'm gonna give it a two point seven. And I'm glad you do. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, I think that it's it's a little weird, but we're all grown adults here, right? He's being a little pickupy, but he's not. I think being too terrible. I mean. I don't think he's really being terrible at all. He's being a little disingenuous. I would love to be a fly on the wall to see how every woman reacts when he says, oh, that wasn't really my chair. I was just bullshitting you Yeah. to see if any of them get mad at him at all. And I wonder, I wonder if women would get mad um, if that happened to them. If, uh, you know, I wonder how wi- women that we know would react to someone coming. I'd up like to saying, ask the girls the disgust factor. Mm. of this song mm-hmm. if you know a girl that didn't know it was george Strait, you know right. just heard it for the first time how disgusted are you by this man's actions give it to us straight yeah exactly are you ready for the next song <laughs> i am ready let where are we taking this uh this uh off the rails coaster we're gonna get uh we're gonna get a higher creep factor here no oh, no we're gonna bring in blondie one way or another okay yeah, yeah, this yeah. It's, is, it's uh, probably a little bit higher. Oh yeah, it's definitely dangerous. This is um, going to go up there, and not because of the Scandinavian hair color blonde. No, um, it's going to go right up there, probably with Abba. Abba, take a chance on. Me, I was going to say guess. it yeah. is. It is Abba esque in mm-hmm. that um, it is a woman singing yep. and a woman saying some weird stuff. Yep, uh, and being a little threatening. Yeah, um, uh, great song. Okay, sure. So. Yeah, not bad. I mean, not yeah. bad. It's not one of my favorites. It's but a jam. It's okay. Um, but it's definitely got some. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, there's some. There's some. Please get that woman away from me. All over that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the meantime, so go ahead and listen to "One Way or Another" by Blondie, Debbie Harry and Company. Tell a friend. Have them tell two friends. Let's get please. this pyramid scheme going. Yes, we appreciate you all listening. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> give us ideas if you have them. And yeah, Seth is going to keep us. nursing this cough that he. Oh, it's just not going away. It's just a whooping cough. Yeah, give us uh, give us some suggestions on lyrics to go pod at gmail dot com. Please mm-hmm. come onto the Facebook page, put them there. Talk about the things that you like or don't like about Blondie, about George Jones or John Strait. Don't you can't say anything bad about George Jones. <laughs> You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You can say anything you want about George Dre- George Strait. Please tell us what you George think. Dredd. George Dread. George <laughs> Dread. <laughs> he is the law. He is. Um, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, please come back. Give us that feedback on the uh, Instagram page, Lyrics to Go. And uh, yeah. We're just falling you... apart mentally. Oh, physically and mentally and my lungs. Oh, God. Spiritually. Yeah, no kidding. And we'll be back next Friday if we're still around. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>